I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, everybody. Another show on Listen App. Hope you are doing well. I'm going to give you my NFL picks for today. We're going to take your phone calls. We are going to preview tonight's game with the Browns and the Steelers, the Pittsburgh Steelers at the Cleveland Browns with the Brownies giving four and a half points. All right. Your other games uh, this weekend, you have Kansas City at Indianapolis, Baltimore travels to New England, Chicago, Houston, the 0-2 Raiders are at the 0-2 Titans. Buffalo and Miami, both teams are off to very good starts. Minnesota hosts Detroit. Uh, The Jets are home to the Bengals. Philly is at Washington. New Orleans travels to Carolina. You have Jacksonville at the Chargers. Green Bay is at Tampa Bay. You've got the Cardinals and the Rams hooking up in the desert. Atlanta is at Seattle. You have San Francisco at Denver on Sunday night. And then the Monday night game has the Dallas and the New York Giants. All right. So I'll give you my picks in just a little bit. If you want to get in on the program, you can hit your hand icon uh, and we will do it. Yankees and Red Sox beginning in just a few moments at the stadium on 161st Street and River Avenue in the Bronx. And all eyes will be on Aaron Judge who needs uh, one home run to Ty Maris and one more to, in many people's eyes, have the single season home run record. Obviously, it would not be official. That belongs to Bonds at 73. Uh, But the reality is there are a lot of people that do not acknowledge that uh, as the real home run record uh, because of the steroid era. All right. So whatever it is, it's exciting, no matter how you look at it. Red Sox, Yankees. And how about this? Can you imagine if tomorrow night Aaron Judge hits either 61 or 62 and the game is on freaking Apple TV because of Major League Baseball's absurd agreement? How about that for you? The Yankees and the Red Sox tomorrow is on Apple TV. It's not on the Yankees Yes Network. It's not on ESPN. It's not on MLB Network. It's on freaking Apple TV. Think about that for a minute. Maybe the biggest game of the major league season, the most interesting game of the major league season, and the Yankees don't get a chance to televise it on their Yes Network. 
It's about as bad as it gets. It really is. There's been a lot of talk about moving the game. MLB will not do that. The Yankees are actually negotiating with Apple TV to have their announcer, Michael Kay and David Cohn, be on the call. And they're trying to work out so they can have it on yes. And you know how that goes. Think about that for a minute. Brutal, isn't it? All right. I am very excited. I'm going to make it an announcement next week. All right. Next week on Monday, I will be making an, an announcement that I am very excited about. It will be a new show on a new platform. We'll also be doing the continuation here on Listen App. But I think you're really going to like what I have to say. That big announcement is coming up on Monday. All right. If you want to get on the program, you raise your hand, you hit your hand icon, uh, and we will do it. How about we get started, all right, with my NFL picks? You ready for this? Last week was a bad week for everybody. Bad week for everybody. The best was two and two. Uh, I went one and three. I'm not touching the game tonight because I don't think that would be fair because you would not get an opportunity until tomorrow. And so I'm going to stay away uh, from the game tonight with the Steelers getting four and a half uh, at Cleveland. All right. Kansas City is at Indianapolis. And this is a very interesting line to me because the Chiefs are only five and a half point favorites. Only five and a half point favorites with the Colts who got shut out by Jacksonville. And the Kansas City Chiefs are 2-0. and This game kind of looks too easy, doesn't it? Is this a sucker bet? Only five and a half points? So I'm toying with that. The Ravens are at New England. The Pats are home dogs by two and a half. The Bears are giving three points to the Houston Texans. And then the Raiders in Tennessee. I'm going to start with that game. Both teams are 0 2. And I talked about this yesterday. 0 2 is 0 2. What does Bill Parcells say? Your record, you are what your record says you are, right? But if you look at the Raiders 0 2 and the Titans 0 2, the Raiders 0 2 is much better than the Titans 0 2, meaning they actually have played well, whereas the Titans have not. The Raiders, to me, are a better team than the Titans. I believe the Raiders are going to go in there and beat Tennessee in Nashville. So I'll give the two and a half, and I'll take the Raiders to get their first win at Tennessee. All right? Here's another game I'm going to take. I'm going to take a home dog, NFC East, Eagles, coming off a Monday night win, short week, divisional game, on the road, Washington one and one. I'll take the six and a half at home and the Washington Commanders to cover, if not win the game outright, against Philadelphia. So again, I'm taking Washington and I'll give I want the six and a half points. All right, so those are two of the games that I really like uh, coming out of the gate. All right, there are a lot of other games that interest me, 
And one of the games that interests me is a game on Sunday night with San Francisco and Denver. Garoppolo does not have a good record against Russell Wilson. I think he's only one and three. And Russell Wilson has owned the 49ers. But this is a new Russell Wilson. This is a Russell Wilson that has looked awful and a Broncos team that has not played well at all. The Niners, to me, are going to take off. And I think they're going to take off beginning Monday night, or excuse me, Sunday night. So I'm going to take San Francisco. I'm going to give the point and a half to beat Denver. All right? So I like the Niners to give a point and a half, and I'm going to take them to go into Denver and win the game outright. All right. I've been toying with this game for a while, and I don't know yet which direction I'm going. I'm not betting it, but Detroit is getting six at Minnesota. The Vikes were awful on Monday. The Lions have been very competitive week one. They win week two. Six points in a divisional game at Minnesota. I think the Vikings are going to win this game. I don't know if they're going to win it by six, but I'm going to stay away with it. Another interesting spread this week in the National Football League is Cincinnati minus six against the Jets team that had a miracle win, a miracle win against Cleveland. The Jets are getting six points at home against a Bengals team that comes limping in that got beat by the Dallas Cowboys after a week one loss at home to Pittsburgh. That's a very interesting interesting line uh, as well. All right, now I'm going to go to this game. I'm going to take the Rams giving three and a half at the Cardinals. The Cardinals should not have won the game against the Raiders. They got very lucky. The Cardinals got blown out by Kansas City in week one. The Rams destroyed them in the playoffs last year. I think they'll do the same on this game Sunday. So give me the Rams minus the three and a half at the Arizona Cardinals. So those are my four picks. I'm taking the Niners minus one and a half. I'm taking the Rams minus three and a half. I'm taking Washington plus six and a half. And I'm taking the Raiders minus two and a half. Those are my picks. So you now have the opportunity to match my picks. You can pick any four games that you want. Ryan is going to keep track of it. And let's hope that I can do better than last week's one and three. So those are my picks. Really enjoyed the show yesterday with our fantasy football roundtable. And we had a very good discussion. I like the way that went. We'll do that again uh, next Wednesday. All right, let's get to some uh, phone calls. And uh, we're going to, first of all, say hello to Jay. Jay, welcome to the show today. You'll kick us off. How are you? Excellent, Grant. Yeah, I like I like that um, fantasy football roundtable. I, I, I usually can't call in and participate just because I'm either on the road or um, got an earbud in at work. So, but but it's great discussion. And um, 
you know, I'm occasionally jotting some stuff down on paper. <laughs> These guys come up with some uh, uh, amazing uh, analysis for what's happening. So uh, well done on that segment. Everybody that contributes says um, their knowledge is is amazing. It it it's fantastic. It's a fantastic. It is amazing. Yeah, yeah, it, it's excellent. You know the the yeah week one started off four and zero. Last week came back to earth one and three on my picks. And you know the thing is doing the the picks against the spread is is a great example of why we see these massive casinos in um, Vegas and Atlantic City and that kind of thing because it is very difficult to be over five hundred with the spread. You know the spread is designed to make it make it so the house wins and uh, so this is a, this is going to be a nice season long um little socioeconomic uh adventure here to see how many people can actually end up over 500 by the end of the year uh because you know that 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 is truly an, an accomplishment with the spread involved you know it's one thing to pick one well you don't see you don't see sports books going out of business do you Exactly, exactly, exactly. So, so this is fun. This is a perfect way for us to get kind of our gambling in, no risk, and uh, have a little realization of this is why, um, you know, the, the, the sports books do so darn, darn well, you know, it's hard. So, yeah, I'm gonna be, I'll be studying these picks and uh, send, send them over to you, uh, you know, probably via, via Twitter uh, Friday or Saturday, because I probably won't be able to listen tomorrow. But, you know, the with the, the, to me, it feels like for the just to do a, a little Niner talk. It feels like um, the Niner season is starting now. It's starting. It's starting against Denver, um, and um, uh, you know we're starting with a little bit of a foot in the hole too because I, I feel like our running game is going to be super important moving forward. And um, not sure, not sure what that's going to look like. You know, our number one guy's out. Our, our primary backup looks like he's going to be out for a bit. And so, you know, can Kyle Shanahan turn some of these other guys into um, productive runners, you know, and they released a couple of guys that uh, probably could have filled that role pretty well. So a little bit interesting to see how he makes that adjustment. No question. And, you know, the no number one thing for the 49ers now, they absolutely, absolutely have to protect Jimmy Garoppolo. I mean, they are now, you know, in a very precarious situation where they absolutely need to be careful with Jimmy Garoppolo. So I think it's going to be a very uh, concise passing game. Uh, hopefully George Kittle is on the field. This is going to be a pretty much a must-win game for the Broncos after their miserable start. And I, I just, I kind of like, I kind of like San Francisco, as you said, taking off right now. I think this team is feeling very good with Garoppolo at quarterback. I think that they have a lot of confidence now. Uh, defensively is where I think the 49ers will be able to win this game. I think defensively they are going to be able to do a very good job against the Denver offense. I think this will be a low-scoring game. I don't think it's going to be a high-scoring game. I don't see either team going off. I think it's going to be a low-scoring game. I could see a, uh, the winning team, you know, having less than 24 points uh, and the losing team having 10 points. I mean, I really believe it's going to be a low-scoring game. Yeah, I, I I agree. Something like 24-10, 24-13, some somewhere in that that range. Um, but I 100% agree that the Niners defense is going to probably make the difference. But it'll be interesting to see how they how they scheme uh, scheme things for Jimmy. And uh, we definitely need Kittle back on the field. You know, if if you yep. have, if you have Kittle and Debo, and if Ayuk can 
Uh, it looks like he's made some progress over last year. Um, uh, and Jimmy can be somewhat accurate on the gimme on the gimme passes. You know, I, I think they'll be okay. But we'll find out. Um, hey, I'm looking forward to your announcement on Monday. Uh, uh, great show. Thank you. Hey, thank you, Jay. Really appreciate that. If you want to come on the program, all you need to do is hit your hand icon, uh, raise your hand, uh, and we will do it. Yankees and Red Sox uh, getting underway uh, at Yankee Stadium. And one of my best friends is on the umpiring crew. And uh, I was just texting with him moments ago uh, before we took the field. And he was telling me that that place is absolutely jumping, that it is off the hook. And he said when they drove up uh, the umpires to get to the game uh, two hours ago, uh, he thought the game was starting already based on the atmosphere outside Yankee Stadium. So I'm, I'm pumped for him. He's got the plate tomorrow. And I said, man, can you imagine working a game and seeing historic home run in the history of the New York Yankees? I was like, man, what a, what a place to be. And he's not even supposed to be on that crew. Uh, you know, what happens is uh, umpires get taken on and off crews more so late in the season due to injuries. And, you know, I never realized this until I met Brian. And became friends with a lot of other umpires. As a matter of fact, uh, I was having dinner in Miami three weeks ago with Jim Reynolds, a crew chief. And Jim was talking to me at dinner about all of the injuries and concussions that he's had. And would you know it, the next night, the next night in the Marlins game, the night after we had dinner, he got hit with a foul ball off the mask, suffered another concussion, and has yet to be back on the field to the best of my knowledge. All right? And my friend, Brian, has had a multitude of injuries. As a matter of fact, if you uh, Google Brian Knight getting knocked down, you will see he was doing a game in Washington a couple of years ago. In the ninth inning, and they had come in, uh, the reliever had come in through a fastball. The catcher got his signs and with the pitcher crossed up, and the ball hit Brian right smack in the mask with a high 90s fastball and knocked him off his feet onto the ground. Okay? suffered a concussion, left the game, and was off work for two weeks. You, you don't, I, I never thought about the injuries that major league umpires take, but they're getting hit with foul balls. Yes, they have a chest protector. Yes, they have, you know, Brian got hit, believe it or not, two years ago in the last game of the year, he was behind the plate at San Francisco and got hit with a foul ball on the toe. Now, their shoes are specially made where they had metal inserts, but it hit him just in an area where the metal insert did not protect and he broke his toe. So, you know, you don't realize about how many injuries that umpires get. But anyway, he wasn't even supposed to be working in the uh, Yankee series. And he, just to give you an idea of what umpires go through, just this week alone, he's umpired in San Francisco, Detroit, Miami, and tonight he's in New York. Think about that. 
This past weekend, he was in San Francisco, flew to Detroit, did a game, got transferred to a crew in Miami because of an injury. And now that crew is in New York doing the Yankees and the Red Sox. It's got a hell of a week. And uh, he'll, he's at first base tonight if, the, uh, if you watch the Yankees uh, and the Red Sox. All right, if you want to come on the program, uh, hit your hand icon. We've got Pittsburgh tonight uh, and Cleveland. And the Browns, just an awful loss on Sunday against the Jets. Awful. All right, let's get to Waggus. Waggus, welcome to the show. It's your turn right here on this Thursday. Hey, Grant. First of all, looking forward to the announcement. Um, obviously, I'm hoping that you're returning as a Kings announcer. So No, I'm, I'm definitely keep... not returning as the Kings announcer. I, I, it's not that announcement. I can promise you that. Well, you, you can at least not tell me and have me over. over well, I, you know what? I couldn't. I, I couldn't do that. I, I couldn't even. I couldn't even start a rumor because if I said, "Well, I can't really talk about it," then yeah. people are going to go, "Oh my God, Grant's." And then I know how the world works, so I'm 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 nipping that right in the bud immediately because that's the last thing I want as a rumor this weekend that I'm coming back as the announcer for the Kings. Okay. Well, okay. Well, I'm still I know, I know how social media works, my friend. And all I would have to say is, well, you'll find out on Monday. If, if I answer your question, well, you'll find out on Monday. I guarantee you within 60 seconds, there would be tweets of, oh, wow, Grant's coming back to announce the Kings and it would spread like wildfire. And I'm not going that road. I'm not doing that. So no, that is not, that is not going to happen. Fair enough. Hey, you know, we can all hope, right? There's nothing wrong in hoping in life. No, you can hope. Hey, absolutely. You can hope. Uh, You know, I have my phone right next to me. If they want me, they know my number and they can call me. Well, they better send an apology letter first with some nice gifts. (laughs) But well, I I resigned. I I resigned as the announcer for the Kings, so they don't need to apologize to me. I I resigned and uh, we'll leave it at that. But what can I do for you? Okay. so um, so, yeah, um, so um, I got my picks ready. So I got yep. Houston covering on the road against Chicago. I have I have Miami covering at home. They're in uh, negative five and a half against Buffalo. I still think Buffalo wins that game, but I think it's going to be close. I have Detroit going on the road, losing but still covering that six points. Six points. Yep. yep. Six points. And then my last one, I have the Jets covering at home. I really the Jets covering at home, and they're getting they're getting six, six over the Bengals, right? Six, six over the Bengals, yes. Yeah. All right. There you go. How'd you do last week? Um. So, well, remember I texted you that picture. Um. um oh, that's Instagram. right. Uh, yes. If you want to go back and look at that picture, you'll know exactly how I did. Okay. I went four and zero. <laughs> <I went 4-0. laughs> and 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 I was actually watching the uh the uh I think Colin Murray they got a holding call. Um, you know, on that last drive, if, if, if they, had, they hadn't gotten a holding call, I would have gone three and one. So, yeah. So, I mean, yeah. So, but, but I didn't call in and get my picks last time. I, I think I was busy. So I sent them to you. Not, not, well, yeah. So I, I sent, yeah, I, I forwarded, I forwarded your picks to Ryan. So, uh, what, what, okay. seriously, what, what did you do last week? I'm not kidding you. I went four and oh. Okay, well then we're gonna put. Okay, then you know what? No, 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 no. Listen, I, I, I forwarded your message to Ryan, and so if you went four and zero, you'll be put down as four and zero. Don't worry about it. I, I, I have it. I saw you send it to me, 
and I forwarded it to Ryan. So it could be a bookkeeping error on his part. Don't worry about it. We got you. Yeah. So so basically, yeah, because I because I had the Dolphins uh, covering on the road, and then I had the Ram, uh, I had the Falcons covering, and, and then I had the uh, Texans covering, and then the Cardinals covering. That was it. Yeah, it's all good. It's yeah. Well, then no, you know no, what? Again, I I'm, I, listen. You're good with me. Don't worry. And I'm telling you, I sent that. Uh, I sent that to Ryan. And when Ryan calls in today, he can, uh, you know, confirm or not confirm that he got that. But I, I have it on my phone. I'm looking at it right now. I sent it to him. Yep. I see it. Yeah. You got it. Yeah. Grant, it's all good. You know, I just do this for fun. And this is this is my first year picking teams, so it's kind of fun. But uh, I would never gamble, though. I, I think I think it's a waste of money gambling. So I think it's better to invest. So, yeah, but it is fun picking every week and, you know, talking to the guys and stuff. So, yeah, so, it is fun. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, OK. And, and when you um, can you give a little hint on your announcement or are you going to just keep us in the dark? Yeah, well, it's I'll let you know on Monday. No, I'll let okay. you know on Monday. OK. All right. Well, I uh, appreciate it. Hey, listen, you uh, have a good one, and don't worry. We got your picks down, all right? We'll take care of it. Don't worry about it, all right? All right, buddy. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. All right, if you want to get in on the program, all you need to do is raise your hand, uh, and we will put you on. Pittsburgh and Cleveland tonight, both teams one and one and Mitchell Trubisky, going against Jacoby Brissett on the shores of Lake Erie. And again, a Cleveland team that I don't know if it's good or bad after the way they lost that game to get right back on the field a couple days later for a Thursday night game. But there's no way in the world the Browns should have lost that game. You know, the Jets scored two touchdowns in the final two minutes. The Browns missed an extra point, and the Jets win by a point on an absolute gift, an absolute gift. So, again, tonight, the Browns and the Steelers. All right, Yankees are coming up the bat in the bottom of the first, and that means Aaron Judge. All right? And that means that everyone at the stadium is on their feet, hoping that Judge launches number 61 into the New York night. That atmosphere has got to be unbelievable at Yankee Stadium. Absolutely unbelievable. And especially with the Red Sox in town. I, I can't believe how this all is unfolding, all right? 60 home runs, four games set with the Red Sox in town. I mean, you really can't get any better than that. That's pretty amazing. Uh, it really is. All right, again, if you want to get in on the program, we got Wagus's picks down. Uh, all you need to do is raise your hand, uh, and we will put you uh, right up on stage. The College football games this weekend. If you want to talk about college football, uh, we can do that as well. You've got, uh, I'll tell you, Sean Salisbury and I were talking about this the other day. Well, how good did the Georgia Bulldogs look? 
right? I mean, Georgia loses all of those players to the NFL draft last year, mostly on defense. And they look unbelievable. All right? They look amazing. Now, I know it's only three weeks in. I know it's early in the college football season. But, man, oh, man, they look incredible. They really do. And I guess the question is, when you look, and I don't think Alabama has hit their stride yet. They they were lucky to beat Texas two weeks ago. Very lucky to beat Texas. But if you look at Texas, excuse me, if you look at Alabama, which should get better and more dominant as the season goes on in Georgia right now, the could anybody beat them? Could Ohio State beat them? No. I can't pick Ohio State against the best in the SEC. Could Michigan beat them? No. We already saw that last year. I mean, right? But can you, you know, throw a freaking strike, would you please? What a gutless job. Four pitches, four balls. So that's the way the weekend's going to go, huh? Oh, my God. Throw a freaking strike, would you please? Good Lord. I mean, really? Gutless. Absolutely gutless. Gutless by the Red Sox. Aaron Judge comes up. Four pitches not close to the strike zone. Give me a freaking break. All right? The Red Sox are 72 and 76. They stink. Throw a freaking strike, would you please? Unbelievable. That's brutal. Absolutely brutal. And then Rizzo just got hit by a pitch. So it's first and second. I know maybe the Yankees will bat around and Judge can come up with the bases loaded. And then let's see if they throw him a ball, uh, a strike. Gutless. Seriously. You got 50,000 people there to see somebody come up at bat and you throw four pitches that aren't close to the plate. Come on now. All right. Again, I want to hear from you. Hit your hand icon. Raise your hand. Tomorrow, we will have our college and our NFL preview. You know, we're bouncing around and talking about some NFL games this week. I want to get back to that Raiders game. And again, I want to talk about this Raiders team. You can say what you want about it, a 17-week season. If the Raiders do not win this game on Sunday, I'm sorry, they're done. They're done. They're not coming back. They're not. The, The division is too good. They're not. Just call it the way it is. All right, let's get to Amy. Amy, it's good to have you on the show today. I hope you're having a good day. What can I do for you, Amy? Um, I actually have a question about college football, and I'm not a whole lot as far as have a lot of expertise in regards to college football. But um, my son is a um, goes to OU or Oklahoma yep. Sooner, and yep. I'm curious why they are don't get a whole lot of coverage, especially this year in regards to the national media coverage. Um, I don't hear a whole lot about them um, in regards to how well they're doing this year. Um, thoughts? Well, they, they're, they're sixth in the country uh, at three and O. Oh. I think that they're getting overshadowed right now by Georgia, Alabama and Ohio state, but you're going to hear a lot about Oklahoma Uh, Again, they are ranked sixth in the nation, and they are very much right in the mix for a college football playoff this year. So 
it may be, uh, I assume you live in the Northern California area? I do, yes. Well, I have found, and I've, I, learned, I, came from a, I came from the Big Ten country when I moved to Sacramento in 1987. And I was amazed, absolutely blown away that nobody in Northern California talks about college football. I couldn't get people to call up my show and talk about college football. Nobody cared about college football. The coverage of college football was almost non-existent in Northern California. I think you're more alluding, alluding, excuse me, I think you're alluding more to the national media, but I, I, I always found that in Northern California, people don't care about college football. It is a national football league area, just like where I grew up in New York. Very rarely, it was all NFL. It was Giants, Jets, NFL, NFL, NFL. There wasn't really a good college team anywhere near where I grew up. So maybe that's part of it. I really don't know. But again, Oklahoma is ranked sixth in the nation and they're undefeated. They're off to a good start at three and oh. So I'm not really sure why we're not hearing more. Now, I heard there was a lot of that talk when they just took apart Nebraska this past weekend. I mean, I was hearing a lot about Nebraska, but I was hearing more about how, excuse me, I heard some about Oklahoma, but I was hearing more about how bad Nebraska was as opposed to how good that Oklahoma looked. And I was a little surprised by that. So, you know, again, we'll see. It's still early. It's still September. I think your question is a fair one, but if you keep winning, they'll talk about you. Well, I hope so, because they definitely deserve the respect in regards to, especially with the change of coach and some of the things that happen in regards, especially with their quarterback leaving. Um, yep. You know, I just think that, that, they need to uh, get a little bit more talk. And like you said, um, the first time I had heard anyone, you know, on national uh, media talk about them was when you had your talk with uh, Salisbury um, in regards to the Nebraska game um, was the first time I had heard any type of, and I consider you yep. and John national media per thank se. You. Well, <laughs> well, thank you, Amy. I will, th I, Amy, I think part of it also is they really had a very soft schedule. They played UTEP in week one, who's terrible. They played Kent State of the Mid-American Conference in week two, and Nebraska is obviously awful. They're, they're really, you know, I think when we get to the Texas game in early October, you'll hear a lot more. Uh, they have Baylor on the schedule. And then I think when you get down to the last part of the year, Oklahoma State is currently a top 10 team. But I think also you also have to look at the schedule. You know, you had Nebraska, you had Alabama play Texas. That was a big game. You had Georgia play Oregon already. That was a big game. You know, Oklahoma hasn't played anybody. And I think that's part of it as well. That that will take care of itself when they play Texas uh, in a couple of weeks, when they play Baylor, when they play Oklahoma State. I think you'll start hearing more about the Sooners. Yeah. Hey, did you hear the news that the uh, Bedlam series might be uh, disappearing? I did not hear that. Yeah. They're talking about when OU goes to the SEC that, that the Bedlam series is going to be gone. It's such a shame what happens when – I remember when Missouri moved out of, you know, the Big 12. There was no more Missouri and Kansas in basketball, and it was one of the best rivalries, one of the most longstanding rivalries in all of college basketball. You know, we've seen what happened when Nebraska moved out of the conference. You know, the Nebraska-Oklahoma rivalry was as good as it was in football, and then it ceased to, you know, for most part exist anymore. So it's a shame. It's a shame what's happening to some of our rivalries. But the, the changing landscape of college conferences, that's what's going to happen. That's what's going to happen. Yeah, you are so right. Hey, thanks, Grant. Appreciate you. Amy, thank you. Thank you so much. Really appreciate your support, and have a good rest of the day. This show is sponsored by... 
better help. Stress. We all have it to a degree, big, small, but I think you can agree we all carry around different stressors. Most of you know what I've gone through the last four years, complete career change, moving across the country, filing a lawsuit, being in the news often, dealing with all of that, trust me, has not been easy. And if you keep things bottled up, it can really have a negative impact on your life. Therapy is a safe space. You get things off your chest. You can figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills skills. You can set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. And you know what, folks? It's not just for those who have experienced major trauma. Hey, if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's online. It's easy, convenient, flexible, and it's suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. Switch therapist anytime for no additional charge get it off your chest with better help visit betterhelp.com slash grant today to get 10 percent off your first month that's better help h-e-l-p.com slash grant i'm alex rodriguez and i'm jason kelly from bloomberg this is the deal each week you're here in conversation with business icons this show will explore deal making across sports media and entertainment that is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and, not as uh, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. All right, let's move along to John. John, welcome to the show, buddy. It's good to hear from you. How are you? I'm doing good, Grant. Um, man, that's weird that Amy just came on to started talking about OU because I wanted to say something about how damn good Georgia has looked. And I oh, was boy. thinking, oh, you, they look, man, oh, man, alive. They look, they look fantastic. And I was thinking, oh, you, they look great. However, they haven't played anybody to really give them serious, serious competition yet, in my no. opinion. However, no, they haven't. They, however, they have no, they looked really good when they have played. So, yeah, they do. Uh, they look good, they, and they are good. They're they're a good team. We already know that. But again, it's very difficult to gauge them. You know, at least Georgia has played Oregon, and yeah. you know, and then they played South Carolina, and they completely embarrassed them. You know, they've only allowed ten points in three games against Oregon, Sanford, Sanford sucks, and South Carolina. They got a couple of easy games coming up. You know, they got Kent State coming up this weekend. Yeah. Then they're at Missouri. Uh, their their next their next challenge will be in the middle of the schedule they have florida they have tennessee they have kentucky who by the way now kentucky's ranked eighth in the country if you can believe that wow man eighth i didn't know but i i know that uh they do have tennessee coming up quality competition i didn't know tennessee was ranked that high but oh yeah they're off to a very good good start georgia looks fantastic though man um and what you're saying about college football in northern california you're exactly right man because I love football, I love sports of all tennis, golf doesn't matter what it is. Anything with a ball or a scoreboard, I love it. And football especially. And hardly anybody I could get to even watch a college football game. Sometimes I'll go to you know one of my little watering holes around and say, "Man, hey, you got any college football game on?" And they'll be watching ESPN replays yeah, no. or yeah. NFL replays and shit. And it's like, well, hey, this is football. And you see this, I say. Look at that tight end right there, and that look at that uh, the offensive lineman. Those guys are going to be seen in five years, maybe on your team, maybe on mine. So it's it's fun for me to watch it because I love football so much. 
That was a cool call I'm from Annie, though. That was freaking cool. Yeah, it was. And she's like, yeah, nobody in Northern California talks about that. But but that, that was a, a small world that I called to talk about college football, and uh, she did too, just at the same time. Um, awesome. John, what else you want to talk hey, about, buddy? Man, about what is the line on the Cowboys and Giants on Monday? Is that changing? Is, is it two or three or something? Uh, it was two and a half the last time I looked. Uh, the Giants are two and a half point favorites. The last the last time I looked there, that is a game I'm going to stay so far away up, so far away from because you know my Cowboys obviously will probably be able to get after the quarterback, but we may not be able to have our quarterback do anything. It, it's yeah, just I, a super tough matchup, but I, no, I, I don't know. know. Cooper Rush Cooper Rush played pretty good on Sunday against Cincinnati. I was pretty impressed with him. Oh, hey, I was too. More impressed than I obviously thought. I thought Cincinnati would take care of them by, you know, by the spread was 10. I thought they'd win by 20. And so I lost the game, but my heart won. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm with you, buddy. I'm with you. I I hear you. Yeah, I'm definitely staying away from that game. But as for my picks, I'm uh, picking San Francisco to win. I'm picking um, Buffalo to win. And I know Waggis Waggis went – against um well covering they think, think well, just winning. give me give me your picks give me your picks because i don't want get, well, 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 just give me your picks right now because i don't okay. want to confuse ryan so you go in san francisco you go in buffalo and who else do you have i got a couple i'm thinking of i gotta go with the kansas city chiefs you know okay so that's your third one i'm with you yeah and the last man i'm still i'm still thinking about the last game I think I got to go – gosh dang it. I think I'm going to take the New England Patriots to get off the snide and hammer right. and, and uh, make it happen. All right, buddy. We got your four picks. Thank you very much, and uh, you take care. It's good hearing from you as always. Hey, you as well. And, hey, it was great hearing from uh, uh, Amy and Waggis too. And I wish I could have got in yesterday. I was super busy. But, hey, I will uh, get in as soon as I can. And thanks for taking my call, Grant. We'll talk to you soon. All right. Take care, buddy. Let's get to uh, Ryan right here on Listen Up. Hey, Ryan. How you doing, buddy? Hey, bud. How you doing? I'm well. Thank you. My apologies to Listen Up Nation. I did make a mistake. So if we are going to tweet picks, and that was my mistake. They was tweeted before. Grant sent it to me. Get them to me before Saturday. Um, but I will be better. I need to be better. Uh, what's going on with you today, Grant? Hey, everything's good. First of all, you don't have to apologize. You're doing this as a favor to all of us. And, you know, it's it's not easy to keep track of everyone's picture. You don't, you, don't need to, you don't need to apologize to anybody. I just want to make sure I want Waggis to know that I did see his picks that he sent to me and then I sent it to you. So it's, you know, listen, you don't have to apologize for anything. You're doing everyone a favor. So we're all good. I'm all good. And I'm just getting ready for this game tonight. Uh, I'm looking forward to watching some uh, NFL football and get ready for the uh, college in the NFL weekend and uh, the Yankees and the Red Sox. So I got a lot on my plate this weekend. I'm all I'm all good. I hear you. And I appreciate that. Uh, what did Judge do in his at-bat? Uh, he got four pitches that were unhittable and he walked on four pitches. Go figure. You think they're going to do that? If they do, uh, they're going to need a police escort leaving the stadium each night. <laughs> no, I hear you. So, hey, um, I was on with your buddy uh, JT the Brick earlier today, 
and we were talking Raiders football. And I, I think, and I am not the guy that says, you know, like this is the critical game of the season when we're not even three weeks in. But do you see the game this week against Tennessee being the critical game of the season? I think it's a must win. I think it's a, it's a, there, there aren't many must win games in September. I think for the Raiders, it's a must win game. Period. I think it's an absolute must win. I think if they start off 0-3, uh, they're out of the picture. That's that's how big of a game that I think it is. Well, then, yeah, they have two divisional games after this one with Tennessee, but then the schedule gets a little bit better. It's Texans, Saints, Jags, Colts. You got another divisional, Broncos. Uh, You're looking way then, too far ahead. Well, you, You're looking you, way too far ahead. How am I? Because if you don't because, win this because game, injuries, you because, in, because injuries change every game every week based on, you know, who's on the field and who's not like uh, there are suspensions. I mean, look at the Tampa game this week against Green Bay. Mike Evans is suspended. That's a huge loss for them. That impacts the game uh, significantly. So it's very difficult. For, uh, suspensions are a little different than injuries, but. I, I think you got to be very careful. You know, you talk about Jacksonville. Jacksonville might be one of the best teams in the league by the time that game comes. They've played very well in their two games. They just embarrassed the Colts. They have a quarterback who looks like he is well on his way to being one of those guys in Trevor Lawrence. And now you're automatically assuming that that game against Jacksonville, in Jacksonville, by the way, is going to be an easy game. And I don't agree with you. That game's not going to be easy. I'm not saying the game's going to be easy, but if you look at their schedule, because they finish, I believe, Grant, with two divisional games at the end of the schedule, this is where they're going to get it done. And sure, injuries happen, uh, suspensions happen, but this is like kind of, to me, the meat and potatoes of their schedule to catch up if they want to get that wild card or actually be in contention for the AFC West. Well, I'll put it to you this way. If they lose this week, they're going to have to go 10-4 and four in their final 14 games to make the playoffs in all likelihood. I don't think they're going 10-4 and four when they have to play the Kansas City Chiefs twice and the Chargers once. Just those games alone would tell me that they're not going to go 10-4. and four. So for me, if they lose this game, they're, they're not going to the playoffs. This is a must-win game. I don't think they're that good where they're going to be able to go 10-4 and four especially with the games that I just mentioned on their schedule. That's why you play. We'll find out. I may be wrong, but to me, this is a must-win game. That's why I picked them. I think they're better than Tennessee. Their two losses to me have been a lot more impressive than the Titans' two losses, and I think the Raiders will win this game. But aren't you talking – so the, the, the two things for me. The first thing is they have to travel across the country, and they're playing, playing a 10 a.m. game. The second thing for me – is Tennessee is in the exact same situation as they are. Tennessee is looking to bounce back. They should have been better than they've played the last two weeks. So I, I, I think it's a trap game. Well, it's definitely not a trap game when you're 0-2. I totally disagree. When you're 0-2 and you lost the game in the fashion that you lost on Sunday, this is in no way a trap game. Every single person that's playing on the Raiders knows that this is a must-win game. They're not looking at this game as a trap game or anything else. The flight is, I think you're overestimating the flight. It's a two-hour time difference. It's in the central time zone. It's a three-hour and 15-minute flight to three hours and 30 minutes at the most. That's not a big deal. Two-hour time difference, 10 a.m., not a big deal because it's in the central time zone. I think you're making too much out of this. This is in no way, shape, or form a trap game. If they were 2-0, and I would agree with you. Not when you're 0-2. This is a must-win game for the Raiders. It's a must-win game for the Titans. 
And I think this game is going to be right down to the wire because both teams understand the circumstances. If you lose this game, you're going to have to go 10-4. and four. And I think you're also underestimating the Raiders' schedule. They have to play at the Rams, okay? They have the 49ers, all right? I mean, they have to go to Pittsburgh in December. Uh, maybe Pittsburgh's not a great team, but that game is on Christmas Eve. So that's not going to be a picnic, all right? I mean, I don't agree with you on their schedule. They have to play at the Saints. Not going to be an easy game. They have to play at Jacksonville. Not going to be an easy game. Here's the other deal. If they lose this Sunday, all right, they're at Kansas City in two weeks. And, I mean, I don't see it happening. This team has to absolutely win the game Sunday where they're done. I'm going to call it right now. If they lose Sunday, their season's over. They're done. They're, they, they'll be lucky to win half their games. And I know you can't win half your games with a 17-game season. I'll predict that they won't even win nine games if they lose this week. Yeah, no, this is this is definitely a game. And I guess I misclassified trap game. You have two teams that have started out 0-2, have not played well in certain circumstances. And so when I say trap, both teams are going to come into this head on with everything yep. that they have because their yes, seasons are. are going to be on the line. And Grant, I already said, I don't like being that guy in week three that says your season's on the line if you don't win this game. But for the Raiders, that is exactly the circumstance. Yeah, well, it's going to be an interesting game, that's for sure, because the loser uh, is going to be 0-3, and no one, no one predicted the Titans or the Raiders to start off the year 0-3. But barring a tie, one of those teams is going to be 0-3. Yeah, I agree with you. Hey, uh, one that's really got my attention, too, is the Packers and the Bucks. Uh, we've got yep. a one-point spread right now. Uh, what are your thoughts on that, especially with the game being in, uh, you know, Tampa Bay and Aaron and the Packers not looking right, as we talked about yesterday? I believe that the biggest key to this game is the Packers' offensive line protecting Aaron Rodgers. Uh, I think without having Mike Evans, that is going to handcuff the Buccaneers to a degree. I know everyone talks about Brady, 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 and rightfully so. But no Mike Evans on top of the, the Godwin situation, I think, is a real negative for Brady and the Packers. So, you know, I think number one key, we know that defense of Tampa is really good. Are they going to be able to give Aaron Rodgers time? And if they do, and, you know, again – uh, Bakhtari is questionable, all right, with yeah. his injury, with his knee. If he's not on the field, I think that the Packers are going to have trouble once again protecting Aaron Rodgers. So we'll see if, um, you know, if he can play. That's a that's a real key for the Green Bay Packers. Again, he is listed as questionable. He was limited in practice today. Yeah, you're right on. Um, here's another question, a little bit different. Is this the last time we're going to see Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers on the same field at the same time? Yes. Yes, it will be. Uh, unless they play in the uh, NFC playoffs, yes, it will, which could very well happen. Uh, but And how great would that be? Because we all know this is Brady's last year. How great would a playoff game in January be with the Bucks and the Packers, knowing that this would be the last time that that matchup would happen? Remember when Peyton Manning and Tom Brady played against each other for the last time and the yeah. fanfare leading up to that game. It would be very interesting if that happens. And it's a very good chance that it will happen. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, so, okay, we it, to close things out, we talked about Judge. Is he getting two of those home runs in the next three and a half games? Yes, he is. I think he is. 
Now, if they pitch to him the way they did in the bottom of the first, maybe not. But uh, at some point when Judge comes up, there's going to be runners on. They're going to have to pitch to him. I think in four games, will he hit two home runs? Yes, I believe he will. What, what, what about you? Uh, no, I think he will as well. I mean, what's we've talked about opinions and the record, quote unquote, steroid area or era. What what is your straight take on that? If he hits 62, is that the record? It is in my eyes. Uh, I've never acknowledged Bonds for the all-time home run record or the single-season home run record. I I've not acknowledged him as that. So I. I personally feel that whoever would, you know, surpass 61, I've always felt that would be the record. So do you think what's your opinion on those guys in the steroid era? I mean, baseball knew what was going on. They knew it. And that's what brought the ratings back because of the holdout. So what's your opinion on them getting into the Hall of Fame? Because we talk about the hitters, but we don't talk about the pitchers. How many pitchers possibly were taking roids as well? Yeah, well, I mean, Roger Clemens is on that list, and there are others as well. So do I think that he should be in the Hall of Fame? Yes, I do. I, I believe that he's a Hall of Fame player, regardless of that great year or that great run. I believe that Barry Bonds uh, does deserve to be in the Hall of Fame. I do. And I, I despise the guy. I was around him enough. I despise him. I think he's one of the – uh, most condescending, rude human beings I've ever been around in my entire life. And I think that's also part of the reason why he's not in the Hall of Fame, and it shouldn't be, but I think that's part of it. But yes, to me, he should be in the Hall of Fame. So why do you say that? What, what uh, happened behind rude. the scenes with Barry? Everything. He was the most rude, obnoxious, uh, condescending uh, athlete that I've ever been around in all my years of covering sports and everyone knows that they covered the giants. I mean, you can talk to any person that covered the San Francisco giants during the bonds era, anyone that covered major league baseball, they'll all tell you the same thing. I mean, they, they all saw it. They all know. And that's just the way it was. It, it was just a, a ugly, awful situation. It really was. I mean, he was rude beyond belief. He was just, uh, it was, it was really embarrassing for the giants to be honest with you, but that's how he was. Was, was there a, switch that more or less flipped with Barry um, before he got to San Francisco or during his no. time in San Francisco, or was it that straight no. across the board? Straight across the board. Straight across the board. Very good. All right. Well, I'm going to hop off. Um, have a great day. Looking forward to whatever you're going to announce on Monday, and uh, we will talk soon. Have a good one, bud. Sounds great. Take care. Bye-bye. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today. 
at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. I, I mean, the number of times that I was around Bonds, whether it was in San Francisco or in Scottsdale, the guy was just a jerk times a thousand to everyone. He just was. He absolutely was. Just awful. Absolutely awful. Be beyond belief. Awful. All right. If you want to come on, all you got to do is hit your hand icon, raise your hand, uh, and we will do this. All right. Let's get to uh, Connor. Connor, we uh, bring you on to the show. And again, good job yesterday on the Fantasy Roundtable. It was great to have your participation, man. You're unbelievably knowledgeable in that. So I appreciate it. How are you today? I'm doing good. Thanks for that, Grant. How are you today? I'm good, bud. Thanks. I want to talk a little NFL. Going back to the Raiders-Titans game, I think this yep. is a much more important game for the Raiders than the Titans. Just looking at the divisional opponents, like the Titans – They'll see the Texans twice. The Jaguars are better, but the Colts twice compared to having to play the Chiefs and the Chargers and even the Broncos. So I think the Raiders need to win this game no matter what. They do. Uh, their season, in my opinion, is over if they lose this game. They're not They're not going to go 10-4 and four, uh, with their schedule the way it is, as you just chronicled. And, again, they have to play – You know, San Francisco, they have to play at the Rams in addition to Kansas City twice and the Chargers again. They're not going 10-4 and if they lose this game. They're just not. Yeah, and then looking at the NFC East, it looks pretty clear that the Eagles are the best team in that division now. Yes, yes. But a couple months from now, if another team in the NFC East made the wild card, who would you pick? Uh, I would pick Dallas still, um, but I don't think I don't think another team in the NFC East is going to be in the playoffs. But if I did, I would probably still take Dallas. The Giants are not very good. Washington is not very good. I agree with you on Philadelphia. I think the Eagles are the best team. They have the best quarterback. I think they have the best uh, overall team on both sides of the line of scrimmage. There's a you know again now here's their schedule. You know they have. Uh, Washington this week, which I think is going to be a close game. They have to go to uh, Arizona, not a great team. You know, I'm talking they have to go to Chicago, not a great team. They have the Saints. I mean, their schedule is not that challenging based on how we know it today. It could change because of injuries. You know, after the game against Washington, their next four games, Jacksonville at home, at the Cardinals, Cowboys at home, Steelers at home. I just think the Eagles – uh, with Jalen Hurts, I like them. I think they're the best team in that division. Yeah, I agree. And then switching to baseball real quick, I can't believe the game tomorrow. Could you imagine if he broke the record and it was on Apple TV? No, I cannot. Michael K on the call? I can't believe it that it's on Apple TV regardless if you were on the call. But I, I just – uh, it's mind-boggling to me. It really is. I, I, I don't understand it. I really do not understand. That's a horrible, horrible decision by Major League Baseball. Yeah, I heard they're trying to discuss a way to have them they play are. the game, but I don't think it's going to work. I don't think it's going to work either. Absolutely. And I, in all fairness, I don't think they should. I mean, I, I don't I don't believe that the announcers that are scheduled to do the game on Apple TV should be replaced 
by the Yankee announcing crew. I don't think that I don't think that's right. As much as I don't want the game on Apple TV, I don't think that would be the right move. I don't think that's fair. So, hey, Connor, thanks, buddy. You have a good one. All right. Appreciate your call. Thanks. Too. All right. Take care. All right. Let's get to uh, Jerry right here on Listen Up. Hey, Jerry. Hey, Grant. Thanks for taking my call, sir. Listen, I want to uh, just ask you something. You think if Barry Bonds would apologize? Because, uh, you know, Grant, we all know that the man took some kind of steroids back in the day that he would get into the Hall of Fame if he apologized. No, I don't think so. I think it's too late for that. He's going to get in the Hall of Fame eventually anyway. I don't think there's any question. So, no, I don't think it would matter. I think it's too hey, late. Grant, um, I think Aaron Judd is going to break the record over the weekend. And you know what, Grant? I mean, you know what? Uh, uh, I know uh, that Barry Bonds did what what he did. Do you know? I mean, I mean, this man is so tiny right now, Grant. You do not get that small from what just maybe 20 years ago. I I understand that the man has aged, Grant, and we lose most most of our muscle mass, but that tiny. Uh, I mean, I mean. I mean, he he has to know that everybody knows that he cheated during that year, Grant. Everybody knows it. He knows it. I mean, yeah, it's no mystery. Uh, but I still think he should be in the Hall of Fame. I really do. I mean, his career, his totality of his career is Hall of Fame worthy. You know, even if you took out those two or three years, you know, where he was hitting the ball into the water every time, even if you take those two or three years out, he's still a Hall of Fame player. And Grant, let me ask you one more thing, sir. Uh, you know, now that Jimmy Garoppolo is back in the saddle, how many wins do you give the Niners this year if Jimmy Garoppolo stays healthy? I think they're a double-digit win team, and I think they win the division. I, I'm picking them to win the division if Garoppolo stays healthy. I think that they'll probably end up winning 11 games. Uh, they already have one loss, maybe 12, but their division is not very good. I think we know that this year it's down. So I think they would probably go 12 and five. And what are the odds of uh, Russell Wilson uh, snapping out of his funk and putting up some big numbers against San Francisco? Not good. I mean, they may win, but putting up, putting up big numbers against that defense, I think is unlikely. I could see them winning, but not putting up big numbers, not against that pass rush, not against that front seven of San Francisco. I think that's going to be a real problem. Now, Wilson has like a tremendous career record against San Francisco. I mean, he, he really does. And he, he understands this defense. And I, I give him a, a lot of uh, pluses in that category. But he's not on Seattle now with that team. He's on a different team. And I don't think he's playing that well. So uh, maybe the game's close. But I think San Francisco finds a way to win the game. And Grant, do we know about George Kittle's status for that game? Uh, question, still questionable. All right, sir. Thank you for your time, Grant. Love the show. Thank you, Jerry. You take care. Good hearing from you. All right, again, if you want to get on before we adjourn, all you need to do is hit your hand icon, raise your hand, uh, and we will do it. Uh, he was limited, by the way, today at practice, talking about Kittle. So he's questionable, which means uh, that is 50-50. Uh, all right. I hope he plays. I mean, I, I think he's going to do everything in his power to get on the field. But with the groin, you got to be—you can't be messing around with that because if you make it worse, then you're talking about a couple of weeks. So you do have to be very, very careful with that. All right, the schedule ahead, all right, we will have a show tomorrow at 4 o'clock. Uh, looking forward to your picks tomorrow. 
We'll talk about tonight's game with the Steelers and the Browns. Uh, we'll talk about Aaron Judge. We'll talk about college football. That is all coming up on the show tomorrow. All right, so I appreciate all of the uh, phone calls. It's been a good week. As we said, I really enjoyed the roundtable yesterday. Uh, on Monday, I'll uh, have a big announcement for you. I think something that you're going to really enjoy. So have a great rest of the day. Have a good evening. And we'll talk to you tomorrow, 4 o'clock Pacific, right here on Listen Up. So long, everybody. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.